When I was going through grief, I thought I was going crazy. I struggled to breathe. I felt lost as my life was never going to be the same. In my mind, life was never going to be good again. I wasn't a mess. I was a hot mess. How then could I think that this debilitating grief would be over in a couple of months? And when it wasn't, I felt weak and pitiful and like I was failing at everything, including grief. I knew the stages of grief, but they did not help me walk through the daily life of grief. And this is what we're going to talk about today to help prepare you for what you're going through now and what you can hope for for your future. Hey friend, welcome to the Grief to Great Day podcast. Do you feel like you're going crazy? Is the shower the only place for you to really cry? Are you surrounded by people, but you still feel all alone? Do you want to be the you you were before your loved one died, but you have no idea how to get there? I'm Steph Cabanis, Southern by choice, wife, turtle triathlete, Jesus follower, and fellow traveler in the journey of grief. I too struggled to breathe, questioned God and my faith, and thought I would never be happy again. But God took my brokenness and he turned it into a breakthrough. So if you're ready to understand how to navigate grief, lean into your faith and take just one step towards healing, then bring your ugly cry, get into a comfortable place, even if that's your bed right now, and let the healing begin. Girl, there's hope for your future. Come on in the house and the weather is still nice, but still windy. So we are back on the couch. I'm Steph and this is Grief to Great Day. Thank you for being here. I hope you feel welcomed and heard through this podcast. Hello to everyone listening in Korea, our spotlight country. And in the U.S., California remains as the state with the most downloads this week. Grief to Great Day is downloaded in over 60 countries. This tells me that grief is felt throughout the world. So please know that whatever country or state you're in, you're not alone as you walk through this thing called grief. I know there are new listeners each week, so if that's you, welcome. And if you hear me talk about Monica, her faith, or her death, and you want to know some more information or get some background, just go to my website, grief2greatday.com, and click on the book tab. Had it not been for her and the experience of her death, this podcast would never have been created. In this podcast, we talk about understanding grief, processing daily life, and growing your faith. That's so important. So if you're just starting your journey, please know that life will change. It will not always hurt like this. It's important for you to hear that often. Now, this is not to say that you're going to stop missing your loved one because that's not going to happen, but you will be able to breathe, to laugh, and to live again. Remember from the last episode, 78, that I shared what you can expect as you walk through this grief journey. Remember the term hot mess and how you feel like you're going crazy most of the time. Please remember that it's because what you're dealing with is a full body, overwhelming and all encompassing experience. I want you to be equipped with the certainty that you're not going crazy. That grief just makes you feel like you are. I also want to give you practical actions to take that absolutely make a difference in your healing. 
We talked about the first three important concepts to help you heal and build a meaningful life. Today, we'll talk about the final three. So number one, if you wait until you feel like doing something or until you feel better, until you take action, you're going to be waiting a very long time. Don't look for the finish line for motivation. There is no discrete end point to this. Getting through grief is not about crossing the finish line. It's about taking the next step. You'll never cross the finish line because your loss, it will refine you in layers over the rest of your life. There's no finish line in life either. So let go of the when I or if only mindset. You have to be thankful for what you have today, even if you are hurting. So on a daily basis, it's about building a relationship with God, praying and reading. And it's about caring about yourself enough to be active and eat to fuel your body. Do not let what you cannot do keep you from doing what you can. We usually overwhelm ourselves with all the things we can't do to the point of not even attempting the things we can. This is in grief and in life. If you can't run yet, then you walk. If you can't walk yet, then you crawl. And if you are not at crawl yet, then just stand up. Don't set the goal to read your Bible for an hour tomorrow. If that didn't happen today, it probably won't happen tomorrow. Set your goal to read it for five minutes today. Then repeat tomorrow. Number two, what are your expectations for what a great day might look like? How do you know you're healing? Like I mentioned in the last episode, going from your life in grief to your life after loss, it's not black and white. What I mean is you are not going to go from a hot mess to gratefully blessed overnight. There's a lot of grays to walk through, and that's why it gets so frustrating. You will, I promise, get to the point of functioning better than you thought you could. But then you're going to want to understand what is the point to this? This is when you begin getting those glimpses of purpose in your life. Number three, don't give up. Don't give up. Do not give up. In life and especially in grief, this is the fight. You're going to want to give up at least a million times. It will be late at night and it'll make sleeping hard. It'll be first thing in the morning when you cannot imagine making it through yet another day without them. It will be when you feel pressure to be okay because a certain amount of time has gone by. What makes you a warrior, what makes you a non-quitter is getting back up. It's fighting to walk through another day and not allowing others to pressure your progress. This, my friend, is the daily grind. And all you have to do is get up one more time than you were knocked down. I'm going to recap and then add to your list of journey works or the work of your journey for the week. Number one, getting through grief. It's not about crossing the finish line. It's just taking the next step and it doesn't have to be big. So set goals that aren't your norm. If you're an all or nothing, make them ridiculously little. Make them easy peasy so you can accomplish them and then it'll build confidence and you can stay consistent. Do not focus on what you can't do. Instead, look for what you can do and do it. Number two, expectations. 
I had the expectation of being finished with grief in a couple months. What my friend Trish told me was, Steph, in five years, you're going to have a ministry and be married. <laughs> I never expected either of those things because, you know, in my mind, my life was pretty much done. But she wasn't wrong. Look at your journal if you've kept one and look at day one or day 10 versus month four or five. I think you'll be able to see something that you can call progress. Number three, don't give up ever. You cannot see what is ahead. You can't see it now and you can't feel it now, but you cannot imagine what God has for you. So do not give up. If you're struggling, then there are resources around you. Check in with family and friends or people at your church or check out the resources on grieftogreatday.com. There is great hope for you and for your life, even without the future you planned on, even without your person. You can have a meaningful life and it will be joyful. If you can't imagine that right now, then dig into the healing, spend time with the Lord and use the resources you have available to take a step. It can be small, minuscule, ugly. It doesn't matter as long as it's a step forward. So if you're looking for resources to help you take those steps, here are three. Purchase the What to Do After the Loss of a Loved One workshop. I call it a workshop because I need you to understand there's work to be done. There's action steps to take towards your healing. If you're just starting your journey and you have no idea what to do, this is the workshop that's going to guide and direct your steps. You will grow closer to God even when it's hard to pray. You'll work towards acceptance even if that word makes you angry. And you'll know what to expect in your healing process. Another resource is the Facebook group. Join our private Facebook group where you'll be a part of a group of faith-filled women who get it and encourage each other in a way that those in the world cannot. When you're in the group and you welcome a new member, that's taking action. That's serving others. That's getting you out of your pain, even for just a minute, to support and encourage someone else. Another resource is if you don't have a church home, you can visit my church, opendoorchurch.com. Links to everything you need are in the show notes. The verse for the week or the word of the week is Isaiah 40, 31. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. I know you're probably weary. You feel like you're going to faint. But hope is there. Hope is in the Lord. Surround yourself with anything and everyone who points you to God. In the meantime, remember it is He who holds your future. And know that you're not alone. And keep on coming back to the house, keep sitting on the couch, and keep taking those steps towards your healing. Thank you for being here today, for showing up. If this podcast has given you hope, encouragement, or helped you in any way, share it with a friend, either in a text or on your social platforms. Also, please subscribe, rate, and leave a written review on iTunes. It's a huge blessing for me to know that you're out there. Lastly, and this is important, you are not alone. Connect with me on the Grief to Great Day website, the link is below, and sign up for our free newsletters. I want to be able to pray for you by name. Remember, 
Grief isn't something you're going to get over, but a great day is something you can get to.